You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. How is everyone doing? My voice is a little bit hoarse, a little sore, because I just finished the live event yesterday. It was so wonderful. Thank you so much to everyone who came out to support. It was so amazing to meet the listeners. So many of you that I've been talking to via DM to meet in real life was just so incredible. I'm so grateful that I was able to have that experience. The conversations that I had at the live event will be available on this podcast, so don't worry if you weren't able to be there. I will be sharing them out in the weeks to come. But let's get into this episode with Giada. She is incredible. You guys are going to learn so much from this episode, just even the science of skincare and getting into what actually makes up skin, what makes up melanin. She has all of the industry tea because she has worked at all of these huge beauty brands and skincare companies. Her perspective is incredible. I think you guys are going to really love this episode, so enjoy. As a quick reminder, please subscribe to the show if you are not subscribed, and take time to leave a review or rating on the Apple Podcast app that helps other people discover the show and know what to expect from the Naked Beauty experience. I always appreciate when you guys take the time to do that. All right, let's get into my chat. It's a juicy one, so make sure you have time to really listen to this. If you have to split it up into parts, do that. But it's a great, it's a great conversation. Thank you again, Giada, for coming on the show. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I am joined here with Jada Jai. 
Thank you for being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm oh so gosh. excited. You were self-described on your Instagram account mm -hmm. as a skincare addict and mm -hmm. neo-Senegalese yes. and world traveler. Yes, that's me. That's you. <laughs> so, but you're you're from Senegal, but you live you've lived in New York City, right? So I lived in New York City my whole life. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Harlem. Okay, amazing. Um, Harlem World Stand Up. Harlem World Stand Up. Yep. I lived on 116th Street. And those people who are oh like, gosh. yeah, who are. I, I got my hair done on 116th and St. Nicholas growing up. I, I mentioned 116th Street because it's literally known as like Puti Senegal. Like everyone who's Senegalese or African, like ah. basically is like in these two blocks. Interesting. So, I hear a lot of French there. That makes sense. A lot of French. So okay. you see all the African restaurants. If you're missing like special ingredients from back home. There's a market for it. And essentially, I grew up in Harlem, but I also grew up in Senegal. <laughs> yes, okay, I get it. So, so right when I got home, it was basically back home. My mom never spoke to me in English. And like, it was just, you know, you're in America, but you're still Senegalese. That was the <laughs> motto growing up. So I love that. A little complicated. I love that. <laughs> and have you always loved skincare? I've, uh, I have I don't want to say always love skincare because fragrance was my first love. Oh, really? Yes. Fragrance. It's fragrance. It's, it's the easiest way to escape, I think. You I know. know. Like once you smell something, you're like, oh, my God. I know. As um, soon as you walked in, I was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> yes. And for, it, for listeners, Santal <laughs> oil, right? Yes. I mix Santal oil. And then also, I'm trying to remember because I touch like so many things. We just mentioned the… the um, Dias and Durga. Dias yes. and Durga. So I went to the store yesterday and I was there for an hour oh, their just shop touching. is so cute. Oh, yeah. my God. And they're in, from Brooklyn. Oh my gosh. Like a couple from Brooklyn that just, you know, made it. It's weird. I'm sure there's more to the story, but. <laughs> and you know, I'm trying to make my own essential oil blends and I have all these different things. Girl. And you, I know you have product experience. I'm sure we're going to get to Glossier, <laughs> but like we should make this happen you because know, Brooke, I'm, I'm trying to make this dream a reality. And then also you have your butters and everything. I, know, I see yeah. your scrubs. I, I do see a lot. Girl. I do a lot. <laughs> you need to be serious about it. Do it. I know. I know. So many people listening and love your concoctions. Thank you. So love fragrance it. is your first love. Then you got yes. into skincare. Then I got into skincare. I got into skincare mostly because I could never, ever find my complexion shades. Right. So this I know this is a pre-Fenty world. This is a pre-Fenty world. This is even like when I discovered L'Oreal, this is like when I'm going to the clinic counter. Mm. Um, I didn't start going to the clinic counter until I got to college. Like I yeah. just didn't think of like, makeup. makeup, you yeah. know, um, until I got to college. And, you know, some bookstores had like a clinic counter. Yeah. For some yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. Yes. And, you know, I got there so excited. And they were like, girl, no. I was like, wait, hold <laughs> up. <laughs> so let me start with the base, I guess. And then I'm kind of building a skin regimen from there and then seeing results. Because like when I went to college, I had like like hyperpigmentation and then I had like a raccoon eye situation and like around my mouth area. I just thought it was just natural and like I just couldn't do anything about it. Um, but then I slowly started researching and then I just dove deep into a, like a black hole and never came out. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that self-education part is so yes. huge, right? So big. You can't just rely on beauty companies to explain your skin to you. Like Especially. you have to... Yeah, no. When you can't trust them all the time. I know. I mean, you know? I don't trust them at all. <laughs> I don't trust them at all. At all. Um, um, yeah, totally just understanding my skin type. Like, what does melanin mean? Um, how does it differ from someone with Asian skin, you know, yeah. Hispanic skin? And then I just fell in love. Okay. Yes. And then you went, because to, to our point about you can't really trust beauty companies, You've mm -hmm. you've worked in the industry. Like I always, I'm like I'm like a lover of beauty, but I'm not in it, so yeah, I can yeah. kind of say what I want. <laughs> 
So I have always been, like I mentioned before the podcast, we are talking about like our signs. I'm a Sagittarius, so I kind of like have to see things through. You yeah. know, like I always, I'm down for the adventure, but I had to see things through. Yeah. And then like beauty was one of those things, yeah. right? I'm like, I love this, all these things, blah, blah, blah. But like, what's it really about? Like, what it's about? You know, like, let me go behind the curtain. Let me figure it out. Um, I was just curious about the business model. I was curious about how to actually make the products, how to market the products. What sneaky shit was happening behind the doors? Yeah. I'm like, I want to be in the room. I was like, I felt like a spy. <laughs> but I, I needed to understand the underlying, like, un, like not true, like the lies behind it, right? Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Um. So first, my first experience of foray into beauty was actually at Tem2, which I love. Tem2 okay. was an airbrush makeup company. Yes. It was like mom and pop shop. You know what I mean? Like, so I got to see the labs. Um, understand how to make things like these huge bats making colors. I'm like, wait a minute. So it was just a gunk and then you're throwing in pigments and then wait, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. But it got really interesting in terms of understanding my identity when I got to L'Oreal. So L'Oreal, of course, this is supposed to be the mecca of beauty. Right. If you're if you're trying to take this seriously, you have to graduate into the space. And I knew and my boss at Tem2 was like, girl, I give you one year. <laughs> I know you. You keep it so real. What, what was what was your your <laughs> job title at uh, L'Oreal? So I was social media strategist. Oh wow! So I wasn't that close to the product anymore. But but I did social media at Ralph Lauren, and we worked with yes. the L'Oreal social team. Yes, on the fragrances and. You may not be close to product, but you have to know everything about the product because you have to do nuances. the editorial, the copy, everything. So, yeah. You're the front line between the audience and the brand. Exactly. Um, so I was there doing social media strategy. And like this was the this was before Fenty. OK. But I was still at the table like, why <laughs> are there 12 shades? I don't care where they came from. I don't call Paris, call yeah. the DMI. I'm not trying to hear it. I was very vocal, Brooke. Yeah, no, good. I mean, true New Yorker. <laughs> true New Yorker. And I just thought that, you know, yes, I'm here and I should, you know, be happy that I'm here. But don't expect me to feel privileged to be in the building. Like, I, I earned this spot and I earned um, mm. the chance to be at the table and have a voice. But I felt like I kept being silenced. Mm. And, like, so many things happened, Brooke. Like, I'm telling you, like, I tell this story. My friends are sick of me telling this story, but I... <laughs> Tell us. But like, I think three months into the job, I knew it wasn't for me. Just from a corporate standpoint, like I, I'm, I'm a free spirit. I love to be able to use creative and data and put it all together and mesh it and create like a thing. But um, it was very much like stay in your line. You're doing social media strategy. It's not up to you to do marketing, all these things. Um, but someone, <laughs> we had an offsite meeting. Okay. And we were talking about Kardashian braids. We were talking, they called it the Kardashian braids. And, like, and by Kardashian braids, you boxer, mean? They were calling the boxer oh, braids. Oh, cornrows. Corn yeah. <laughs> so again, my mom, she was in, in Harlem and has a braiding shop. So this is very near and oh, wow. dear to yeah. me. My mom literally has a braiding shop on 125th Street and has been doing this for 30 years. So there's it's, today is not the day you tell me that <laughs> Kim Kardashian invented boxer braids. Exactly. Um, so we're talking about social media. And then um, we were talking about a pin, a particular pin. And, you know, this girl was, like, really fighting for, like, oh, I don't care if it's cornrows. You know, Kim Kardashian made it famous. Let's just hold <gasps> into it. And, Brooke, I swear to God, I I had the in-a-body experience. John, what you going to do? What you going to do, daughter? What you going to do? What you going to say? And I was actually quiet. I'm like, you know, I'm going to pick and choose my battles. I'm not going to do this today. I'm not going to do this. And for some reason, God's like, nope, you're going to do this. <laughs> 
And this girl kept provoking me, like, you know, Dada, like people are being too serious, blah, blah, blah. This was before Trump was elected. Oh my God. And the she, inner voice of our ancestors was yes, like, was drumming in telling my soul, you, like, like Dada, do something because you have a responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and this girl called me the N word. No, she didn't. In a corporate setting, called me the N word in front of my entire group of <gasps> colleagues. Brooke, are you are you feeling this? Are you feeling? Because it's one thing to talk about this damn I'm, pin. I'm horrified. I'm like, forget about the pin, girl. What you say? <laughs> Excuse me. A white, a white girl. She was not white. She was actually Puerto Rican. Okay, not um, black. She was non-black, but then she tried to justify it, saying, "Oh, girl." Was she saying it? Had, she was trying to say it like it's not that serious, like right N word. I'm like, wait, oh, hold up, come on, in at front L'Oreal, of, at L'Oreal, at L'Oreal headquarters in headquarters New York, headquarters in New York, wow, in front of my white colleagues, wow, and like it just from there, I'm like, oh, I cannot be here anymore. <laughs> my soul won't even let like. F a, F a social media, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, my God. But that was just the tip of the iceberg. Like, a lot of things like that happen. And again, this is my personal experience. I'm no, not saying yeah. this is everyone's experience. But a experience. lot of times the racism is under the surface. Oh to have God. it <laughs> rise up like that is uh, uh, insane. I'm like, what about me had, had me provoke this woman to yes. say this so readily to my <gasps> face and just test me? And God was like, do what you're going to do, Jada. <laughs> And it just so happened I was talking to him. I was texting my dad at the time. I think he needed like an Uber or something. So I'm like calling him an Uber and I called him crying. I'm like, dad, someone just called me the N-word at work. And he, I love him to death, but he just never had that experience. And he of just course. didn't know what tools to give me to be able to navigate the situation. Yeah. He was so proud of me to be there in the building to begin with. And he was like straddling the line of like, oh, you know, things like that happen to people like us, you know, and things like that. Because, you know. He's been an entrepreneur his whole life, and he just didn't have the tools to be like, hey, daughter, this is what you should do. So I was by myself. Um, and I mean, that's a tough— It was tough. How, <laughs> how, how did your white colleagues react? Like, did you leave the room? Like, what—, what? what so happened? she says it, and then She what? says it. Okay. My boss at the time um, was just flabbergasted. She didn't know what to do, and she was like, I don't know what to do. I'm from, like, California. I've never had this experience before. And she just kept making it worse. She was like, you know, I see your Instagram and you're passionate about women of color and I know oh, where you're from. Just... And if you want to go to Carol's Daughter, I'll be there to support you. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I can't. Said, Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Who's talking about oh, Carol's, like Carol's Daughter? Daughter? What does that have to do with anything? And then, like, <laughs> not only did I have to, like, make her oddly comfortable I'm like it's okay like I was so confused I didn't know what to do right, I, right. I like walked away for a little bit right. people kept calling me frantically like what is right. she gonna do is she gonna go to the media is she gonna do this and she, I, I just needed time to digest it and understand like okay this happened what was I supposed to learn from this how mm -hmm. can I make it better for like people like like my sister like my niece who might be in these same rooms like yes. how do I navigate this you know yeah. so I just tried my best to get all the resources that I could possibly get to be able to incite change. And Good sometimes that was, you know, if we're doing influencer marketing, really sifting through the data and like going through Instagram pages and spending up, like spending hours looking for like influencer talent yeah. to represent me, to represent women from Harlem, women from Africa, wherever yes. that were not in these rooms. Right. To make sure that this didn't happen to again from right. the outside and also from the from the inside. Right. Um, it was tough. Girl, I was there for two years. I was like, all right, you know what? It's time to go. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The racism in the beauty industry Girl. is over and covert. 
So, but Glossier is very inclusive. Yes. Which I will yes. say and has been from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. So I'm sure that was like, and you were there since the beginning. I mean, like, so, when did you transition? I know. My story with Glossier has been so interesting. I um, remember Top Shelfie. Oh my gosh, of course. Top yeah. Shelfie a long time ago was basically UGC content and you kind of just post your Shelfie or whatever. And this was when I was like talking to Emily Ferber. This had to be like 2013. Okay. So I developed a relationship with them with a top shelfie feature. Okay. Back in the day, girl, I was on there with my grills. I was <laughs> <laughs> repping Harlem, talking yes. about beauty, just being me. Fast forward like three or two years, um, Emily Ferber and Emily Weiss reached out like, we're working on this crazy thing and we're creating products. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's see how this goes, you know? Um, and then I was there kind of working on like, just like shades. Like, so whenever the rich tint specifically, mm-hmm. like just wearing it on the summer, giving my feedback and more, much more from like a customer standpoint. Okay. Um, and then I just, you know, kept in contact with them ever since then. Um, and then this whole L'Oreal situation happened. I quit, right? Good for you. And honestly, my parents doesn't even, don't even, they don't even know that I quit. I just pretended like I was going to work. Oh my god! <laughs> because it, all my African brothers and sisters know, even just first generation, the pressure of being going to work and just being, you know, a good person and a good daughter yes. was, you know, was just heightened. So then, then with um, quit L'Oreal, and then literally Thursday I quit L'Oreal. It was my last day. I, I put in my two weeks and everything. Friday, Emily reached out to me on email. Emily Weiss. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm like, look at Glossier being all clever with her personalized email again. You know, <laughs> I'm just thinking it's like another like, yeah. you know, mailer or whatever. Um, and it was Glossier. It was Emily. And she reached out. I have this crazy idea. Um, come do product development at Glossier. I'm like, <gasps> what? Oh it was so weird. It was so surreal. It was everything happens for a reason. It was fate. Everything happened for a reason. I definitely did have love for the brand because I just knew again to what you were saying before. Like they really tried to be inclusive. Of as course, and in into the, the gloss. I mean, I, I interviewed Ashley Weatherford and I yes. explained to her like <laughs> into the gloss was my motivation to start this podcast because yes. I wanted deep conversations about beauty, about beauty, and yeah. you don't not feeling ostracized or being like, oh, you're so frivolous. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I went there. I interviewed for quite some time. It was it was a, a long but really good interview, and then I ended up there doing. Mind you, I came from social media strategy, yes. and I've been doing that for seven years. You know, at at different companies, and here I am plopped in the belly of the beast, Glossier, doing product development. Incredible. Not an easy feat, but <laughs> she made it work, I guess. <laughs> yes. And so now, and so now you're freelance or. Yeah, so I left Glossier about a month and a half ago. Okay, another secret. Another secret. I have yeah. not told anyone. Not even people are still re- hitting me up about jobs and things like that. Um, it just wasn't a fit. The role wasn't a fit. Um, Glossier is not the place where you go and like learn things, in, in my opinion. You right. know what I mean? Like they are like top notch. You're running with the Olympics. You yes. know what I mean? These are like people who have well seasoned and know PD in and out. And I just wasn't that person. I yeah. just had a deep passion for beauty and understanding like how to make the best products, not only for white women, but women across the spectrum. You of know course. what I mean? So that opportunity was great. It just wasn't a fit for me. Yeah. So do you think you'll still stay within the beauty realm or? I can't go back, Brooke. I'm yeah, just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm too deep in. I'm like knee deep in. What's been like the um, most shocking thing you've learned about the beauty industry? Racism is deep. Yeah. So like even from like, it's almost become innate for some brands. Um, and at the end of the day, all these all these brands are going to back to the same factories, the same chemists. Really? And like these chemists are formulating for people that are generally not us. Mm. Um, so when you're thinking about 
the ordinaries of the world. And while they're great, like probably 20% vitamin C is probably not good for your skin because now you're inhibiting like melanin Mm. and you're kind of borderline the bleaching space. Mm. Um, So not one size fit all works for everyone. That was very shocking to me. And then from a marketing standpoint, those clinical trials, honey, they're not all they're not inclusive of everyone that's like the actual you know population so it's like 75% of women thought that their lashes or or their skin you know improved with dryness and all these things I'm like okay well but who's on the board right and it's only 32 people but there's only one woman of color and she happens to have dry skin that's not my experience that's not my skin type so from a marketing standpoint you're so quick to grab these things but you'd be so surprised how many people do not do the due diligence of having a diverse set of individuals represent these statistics so that was scary um <laughs> the other the other area that I think is so and I almost feel like it's intentionally confusing clean beauty right there's like this greenwashing of and it's like eco-friendly all natural <sighs> and it's like none of it's regulated none it's of it. all just words it's all This tiny. is why like I make my things cuz I'm like I don't Girl, you know, know what's what in you there. guys are doing yeah You know what's in there and then like every single brand including Sephora like every brand every brand has their own definition definition of clean it's not regulated right. to what you mentioned FDA right. has not touched that realm yet and I know once they do it's going to be a big Woohoo, especially yeah, when you course. see sunscreen right now. But um, it's not regulated. And then also, I think it's a little dangerous, the the, the conversation, um, because just because it's all natural doesn't mean it's safe for you, right? That's also true. So people are mixing like essential oils and just throwing it directly on their face. And that can be a disaster. Pure I've learned that. Oil, yeah. And you're chemically burning your face. I know. And yes, it's natural. That's great. But then also, like, because yeah. you have no preservative system, you, yeah. you once you open it, it's basically a ticking time bomb. So every single day that you're using it is kind of the, you know, formula is kind of deteriorating every day. Yeah. So I get a little nervous about the Etsy shops. And, and go ahead, knock, knock yourself out if you're doing a great job at it. But I think you should be very just cognizant of safety. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think so many people don't realize so many essential oils or like even evening primrose oils, sea buckthorn yeah. oil, you have to keep them in the refrigerator. Like you you can't. You're rancid and stinky. Right. Because they. Rubbing it on your elbows and Exactly. Cheeks. Exactly. Exactly. Especially with no SPF. Well, can we talk about sunscreen? Because I'm. Let's talk about sunscreen. I know that I need it. And okay. I'm like a big, big, like daily sunscreen wear. Yes. Now I'm wearing the Super Goop Unseen sunscreen. That's been it's my. A chemical sunscreen, that's right? A chemi- yeah. So mm-hmm. what, what's the difference? It's a it's a big whoop de doo. I okay, so chemical chemical sunscreens basically are I think wanted. It was a need in the market because of the whole ashiness, right? People are coming up ashy, they're right. they're not even being able to protect their skin, but also look good. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, chemical sunscreens came not because they were any better than physical sunscreen, yeah. it's because people don't want to be purple and ashy, especially right. women of color. Right. Glossier has one as well. Okay. And then that's that. In my opinion, and this will be controversial, okay. I just think that physical sunscreens work better. Okay. One, because they tend to be a bit stronger. And okay. again, I'm not a chemist, but this what is would just, be a physical sunscreen? A physical sunscreen would be something like a, a not titanium. Titanium dioxide usually comes up with the ashy cast, yeah. but there are some brands that do it really well, like Sasado, Elta okay. um, MD. They yes, do a great I keep job. Hearing Elta MD. Elta MD is, is the OG, and they also has niacinamide in there, which helps with um, clarifying the skin and hyperpigmentation. That's okay. great. 
Um, so those are physical sunscreens that you can actually see when you when you rub onto your skin. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a white cast. Some brands just do a better job with the rub out. Um, and that comes with the percentages. But I tend to always gravitate towards the physical sunscreen. For that reason, they tend to be stronger. And then second reason, um, I can see where it is on my skin. Right. Mm. So when I apply it, I'm like, OK, I missed the spot. I'll be able to see it versus, you know, the the um, the unseen ones where you just don't know where you're yeah. slathering. Um, and that's just my preference. You know, I just I just want to be protected. And even sunscreen in oils, their body oils that has sunscreens in it that I'm I'm wary of because just think about it. Like you're greasing your body. And right. then when you imagine when you put cocoa butter on your skin and you like walk out and they're burning up because you're right. attracting heat and you're kind of you're frying your skin in the sun. Yes. So like essential oils, perfumes, those things tend to burn your skin when yeah. it hits sun. So I just don't know how that works with sunscreen right. if you're slathering it on your, all over your body. Right. I'm sure there's a chemical way to balance it out. But just be wary, guys. Do not take your shea butter and like slather in you know, Sunscreen. SPF and I think you're like safe. People do that. I didn't know people. Do that. People do everything. Know, sure, 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 you're sure. not on in Instagram. Yes. <laughs> My explore page. I'm like, wait, what? No, 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 no. Bring it back. Bring it back. No. So, okay. I feel like everyone who's into beauty has their yes. focus area. For you, is it skin, <clears throat> makeup, or hair? Or it could be body, like working out. Yeah. I like my makeup to perform as second skin for me. Okay. So skincare first. And okay. it sounds very glossy, but I'm just saying no. it's really my thing. Honestly, <laughs> I that ethos, I truly I believe it. I, I believe it and believe yeah. it, whatever. Um, so I always believe in, in um, skincare because, again, whatever you put on top of your skin, if you have a textured skin, um, if you're wearing a matte foundation, you just see everything. It yeah. tells all your sins. Um, but when you have the balanced, plump, plush, healthy skin, everything else just feels better. I feel better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what I. Are your, what are your top tips for like the best skin of your life? Oh, my God. I, I'll wash my my skin with like um, a La Roche-Posay, okay. something very light okay. with thermal water, gentle. I'm not trying to strip away the skin. And then I'll go in with the AJs. So when I'm reaching for the HA, which is hyaluronic acid, especially like the um, the three different levels, because you know there are some what, H- what what there are levels. I know. Okay, tell me. So HA, there are some HAs that have different molecular weights, right? Okay. So this you is go from. So deep. Okay. <laughs> I know. So you have your heavy um, HAs, which kind of sit on top of your skin yeah. as a humectant. Then you have the the middle ones that kind of straddle the epidermis, like in mm-hmm. the middle. Then you have the the lower weight ones that really penetrate deep okay. and do like the long term work behind the scenes to hydrate your skin. Um, so your skin naturally has HA, but like I, you know, as we age yes. with gravity and everything else, um, it tends to break down with collagen and everything like that. So once you have those things, you're good in terms of um, like a treatment. I uh, gravitate towards like hydration to get that supple bounce. Where do you where do you get your hyaluronic acid? I tend to go. I use a Glossier one. Okay. The super bounce. Um, I use. I use a CeraVe one. They have a really okay. good intake. I love CeraVe. CeraVe is the bomb. It's, yeah. it's dermatologist tested and approved for yes, a reason. Like, yes, yes. you don't have to stray away from things that are tried and proven. The next thing that I think is important is the way we moisturize because our skin is made up of cholesterol, fatty acids, and ceramides. Right. So when you think they're the building blocks of the skin. Okay. So think about it as the cement brick, um, the gunk that keeps it together and the gravel that keeps it stronger. That is your skin. And slowly the gunk that keeps it together, while the the bricks might still be there, they kind of deteriorate. You know, you have the weather, you have pollution, um, you have partying, whatever have you, they kind of break down. So we need to replenish that and protect it as we grow older. 
Um, so I reach for a another CeraVe a product, or I reach for SkinCeuticals. They have like a li- lipid barrier, I believe. Okay. A lipid barrier protection is like the keywords. You know, you want to be okay. able to seal the deal once you put the HA into the skin. And then kind of seal the deal with um, with a, a, an oil even sometimes yeah. um, or a moisturizer that has those fatty acids, the ceramides and, um, nice. and cholesterol in it. What are your thoughts on Drunk Elephant? Ooh, <laughs> she's controversial. No, uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> joking. It's, it's so popular. It's and so popular. Um, They're polypeptide cream. Okay. The protein. It's a, it's a moisturizer. Proteiny or something like that? Proteiny. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's, I it's mean, great. It's, it's is it the whipped cream one? Is it the no, purple top? No, it's that's the Lala whipped cream. Lala whipped cream. People yeah. love that one too. I haven't it tried gets, that. It gets the job done yeah. uh, as a moisturizer. It feels expensive for what it is though. It's expensive. And again, I think Sephora does an amazing job with their scouted and they'll be able to lean into customer insights. I'm like, what do the people want? They mm. want transparency? Let's give them transparency. Yeah. They want colorful packaging? Let's give them colorful packaging. Yeah. And it works for them. Yeah. Um, I'm just nervous about the person who might be in high school who has no idea what the vitamin C is and she's grabbing mango tango and like smothering all over I her know. face all these kids now are obsessed with skincare i see these like 14 year olds <sighs> that are like skincare i'm like you're 14 your cut skin is fine cut it out put on sunscreen and go play outside go play exactly why go are you play. doing oil cleansing and a 16 step korean skin <laughs> like it's youtube yeah, I, I know. I think it's YouTube. I think it's social media and it's fun and it's beautiful and it might be therapeutic and they confuse it with self-care. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I have to care about myself. Let me smather on these seven steps. Yeah. Um, so it's a j- dangerous game. Going back to your question about Drunk Elephant, I think some of their products are really great and they do give, they do deliver results to yeah. some people. A lot of my friends have like a group chat and they are some diehards. Like, you can't tell me anything about that vitamin C <laughs> and like, voila, whipped cream is my life. And again, not everyone's skin is the yeah, same. Yeah. And like different hyperpigmentation might be deeper than other people that might need yeah. dermatologist treatments versus like a drunk elephant where you can kind of slug away at the dead, um, at the uh, hyperpigmentation yeah. with those products. I just think they might be a little overpriced for what they are. Yep. And I I'm agree. always like nervous because I'm looking at the shelf life and it says like 24 months for like the super baby facial that's oh, two years that's a long time for something to have acids in it and things like that i'm just like hmm yeah who was the chemist that started this yeah and then they have the whole controversial like you know controversial like reviews writing reviews about things you know yeah. the employees it's just a lot that's a lot yeah um and then like their self-proclaimed like valuation which i thought was interesting they're like where value got a billion i think it was a billion dollars or something like that oh, i'm like who audited your company <laughs> oh, okay cool um yeah. so i'm not weary i'm not saying that it's bad products but i'm just like hmm i mean yeah. let me look at the il yeah. <laughs> and what makeup brands do you love i love nars i love nars too i love nars i love their luminous um foundation foundation the 24-hour one so nice ashley weatherford she's the one who put me on that- she put I, me on. She was like, Brooke. She was like, the Fenty's great, but she was like, this Nars. And I was like, Ashley, everything you say, I am by. I bought. You see her skin, right? I mean, her. I've never seen skin like that in person. <laughs> it would Even nothing her, Jose, on. when she walked in, he was like, wow, her what skin. What is that? What is that skin? <laughs> what is that real? That's real glass skin. Yeah. Yeah. She was walking down walking down the hallway at Glossier offices. I'm like, I literally grabbed her. And she yeah. was running to a meeting. I'm like, she's like, what is it? Did I miss anything? Did I miss a deadline? I'm like, girl, what is on your skin? Yes. Nars does a great job. I'm all about the luminous radiance, yes. healthy, yep. I woke up like this type, yep. you know, vibe. I'm still searching for the perfect BB cream, which I haven't found in my complexion. Oh, I've never People, that. Right. <laughs> You're like, I've, I don't even I know what you're talking don't about. Don't even try. Yeah. Um, Nars is supposed to have one, but they, for some reason, they have her foundations, but the BB cream starts to stop short. 
Um, I use Sheer Glow. I I, okay. I I love Sheer Glow. Lancome Tinty Doll, I love as well. Fenty I only use if I know I'm going to be shooting or if I'm going to be out all day mm-hmm. and I need, I, I can't be a greaseball. You know what I yep. mean? That's when I use it. But I never reach for the um, the matte foundations. Um, so mm-hmm. NARS has a brand I love. What other brands do I adore? You have beautiful lashes, by the way. Thank is this you. mascara? This is mascara. Oh, you're what so did I do lucky. today? Oh, I did a Pat McGrath. Ooh, I haven't tried yes, her mascara her fetish, yet. Her fetish eyes, honey. Oh my gosh! I love okay, Pat. <laughs> uh, I love Pat too. I just, I just, I'm not that good with color. Like I can't. I look at the palette. Like, That's great. Now what do I do? You know exactly. And like I there's so many colors, and I'm like, I just it's overwhelming. Right? It's overwhelming. Yeah, but I love I mean, this. Like you have this kind of blue inner eyeliner. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's Urban Decay. Their okay. 24 liners are the shit. Okay. Um, Learning think, so much right now. <laughs> I think they're waterproof. Um, I use, by the way, I'm going back to mascara a bit. I think I use two mascaras. Okay. Because I, it's so hard to find a mascara that does it all for you. Right, right. So I'm doing the Pat McGrath Fetish Lash, and then I'm doing a Kiko. Do you remember okay. Kiko? Yeah, of course. So I would go and haul all these Kiko <laughs> mascaras whenever I go to Paris or Italy. Yeah. And then I came to Jersey, and like no one ever went. Really shut down. So sad. Oh, I feel like I saw one recently, like maybe around Union Square. Kiko, really? Or maybe not. Maybe but it was every NYX. time. It, yeah, probably. Yeah. But every time I'm traveling abroad, I, they have a lip marker that I'm obsessed with. So good. Yeah. All their products are pretty good. Yeah. But it is um, very cheap, which means that it's probably really like toxic. Really and that's why I don't do skincare. Yeah. Keep it real cute with the mascara. And yeah. like, I just know what to what to grab. Um, for cheeks, I do like RMS, like those little pots, yes. you know, pretty natural. Just to, you know, just pop of color mm-hmm. just to make me look alive. And then I have been recently obsessed with like the glossy, glazy highlighters. Ooh, that don't yeah. have the chunks of glitter in it. Yes, yes. So Pat McGrath has one. Ch- Chanel has one. These are all very expensive. But, no, but I, I love, love... I love my yeah, Pat McGrath highlighter. I love that. I saw yeah. you using it the other day. I bought <laughs> it like three times. See? Yeah. And it lasts for a while though. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, yeah. I bought it... I bought the first one before when it, first came it was out? even like a thing and it was just in that black tube. The black tube with the with the, the sticker? <laughs> yeah, it looks so cheap after a while but I was like, I love this. Listen, that's a big lesson though. Like if yeah. you want to start something, do it. Just put it out there. If people love the product, exactly. they'll love the products and then the packaging, you kind of evolve. Exactly. And then you have your consumers on the journey with you and exactly. it's lovely. We exactly. get the same thing at Glossier, so I appreciate Pat. What are your beauty mm, loves? Okay, so let's start with products. Um, So I love... A good micellar water. I still Ooh. love Bioderma. It's so gentle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like hurt my skin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it nourishes enough. Um, what is micellar water? So micellar water, it's a cleansing water or okay. cleansing solution rather. That's pretty diluted um, enough that you can use it and like go to sleep. I'd recommend washing it obviously because you yeah. don't want the chemical sitting mm-hmm. on your skin. But a micellar water is essentially a cleansing water. Okay. That's it. If you don't want have time to go splash your face, here's something that you can use to kind okay. of revive the skin or cleanse the skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use mine with I just got put onto these Shiseido cotton pads. <gasps> I will never buy another cotton pad in my life. Well yes you will. Wait, is there better? Miju. Is it Miju? I think it's a Japanese uh, Oh no, I don't know. They have these cotton pads that are four dollars. Oh, because the Shiseido ones are like twelve dollars. I remember when they were ten. I used to work at Sephora when I was in college. Oh, really? so I, really I love remember Sephora. all these price points. I'm like, you guys <laughs> up the price. Yeah. So those cotton pads are so beautiful and so gentle, and they just feel so beautiful. Yes. And you're like, like clouds on your skin. Yes. But the Mijum, they they have a good one that's a little bit more organic because okay. like the Shiseido ones, I believe, are bleached. 
Okay. So as much as we love them, if you want to, you know, save yes, from okay. These so things, I'm gonna try this. Try that out. It's cheaper. Okay. It's cheaper habit, and I think the quantities might be equal or a little bit Amazing. more. Amazing. Okay. You can get them on, on Amazon too. I love Tatcha's cleansing oil. Okay. It's the ace of spades of cleansing oils. Yes. Okay. Um, it's like a Camilla uh, cleansing oil. Yes. It gets things off, like you, like the gunk is off your face. So I love this idea of just spending a little bit more time cleansing, mm-hmm. but not stripping, right? Yes. So the micellar water will not strip your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, the I don't do this all together, but I just love the idea of that. Serums are super important. That's the most important part of okay. my skincare. I don't believe in spending a lot of money on, even though the Tatcha is $48. I just, <laughs> I have my small indulgences. Yeah. But I go like pretty like low key with the cleansers because you're washing it off. It's yeah. An, you know, I'm, spending, I'm not spending like money to have vitamin C in my cleanser. Right. But serums, on the other hand, I want to indulge it in. sits on your skin, right? It sits on your skin, especially if you're having HAs at different molecular weights. Um, you want it to do the job well. Yeah. Um, so I, I grab like skin SkinCeuticals. Um, I do the retexturizing activator. Okay. Um, what this does, I use this a lot when I'm traveling because no matter what I do, I can prep all day. My skin will freak out like day two of travel always. Yeah. Always. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's the water, the food, whatever have you. But I get this like bumpy texture like all over my skin. So I use this retexturizing and it, and it, it hydrates. Okay. But also has something in it. I forgot what the actual active ingredient is in there. But it works wonders for okay, me. Okay, amazing. Um, in terms of brightening, um, Brooke, if you look at my Instagram, I hate skin bleaching. Well, I mean, of course, it's I, horrible. It's horrible for your mind, for your soul, for your skin. So I stay away from that, even though a lot of people in my family still watch it. Really? I'm from Senegal. So a lot of people like the aunties with the dark knuckles. We can that's a whole different podcast. Right. Um, so I do brightening. I do brightening things that are a little bit more gentle with the vitamin C's, Mm -hmm. but I tend to grab the Caudalie Vino Perfect serum. Okay. I see I've Um, tried that and it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. It takes a few bottles to see results. Oh wow, okay. So I'm not that patient. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So it takes a few bottles to see results. And I learned this um when I was at Sephora and I would just have gratis, you know, people all the brands would give you all these free products. And I started trying out the Caudalie and it it gently like slugs away at that hyperpigmentation. It doesn't just attack it because it's being more gentle with your skin. Okay. Um, And if you need something stronger, then I would obviously recommend something stronger. But yeah, so that's what I love. In terms of moisturizers, I go back to the CeraVe. I love the Ren Global Protection One cream because pollution is a big thing now. Yes. Um, How to protect the skin. I use skin food during the winter times just to yes. like glaze my skin and protect yes. it from the wind. I feel like skin food is kind of like that Summer Fridays jet lag mask, right? Uh-huh. I feel like sleeping masks are just really heavy moisturizers. They, yeah, the, the skin food, they actually have, um, oh, I think it's the Walita skin food. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just wear it. I just wear it as a moisturizer every day. Yeah. I, no, during nice. the winter time, at least. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and then I love a good oil. Yes, same. What's what I, are your favorite oils? Oh, my favorite oils in terms of ingredients is argan baobab oil. Mm. Baobab is low key like a secret winner. It's like a super fruit. Um, I am obsessed with it because back home in Senegal, I have this huge baobab tree in my, oh my grandfather's God, that's amazing. house. Um, so we like hack away like once a year all the the baobab actual plants and fruits, 
and we eat it, we put it in our food, we sprinkle it all as a dessert, and then seeds we use for like all over, like your hair and everything. Amazing. Um, and it's, That's I just, true luxury, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's weird yeah. when you're able to use something Nature. that God, you, you know, from the very beginning all the yes. way to the end. That's yes. when like, we came into this earth with everything we needed. Absolutely. This stuff is great to have, but like everything that we need essentially is around us. So we have yes. to really pay attention. I love Vintner's Daughter. Ugh. I know. You should get you should have a you should have a ping like every time someone says Vintner's Daughter or like no a no it's great and it's just so expensive and I'm it's still tough. trying to like recreate their serum. Everyone keeps always DMs me and they're like, "What is the recipe? What is it?" I need, well, they they list all the ingredients, ingredients on the back, but there's a lot, and I don't have rosemary extract, which okay. I think is one of like the the key components. But okay, I'm figure it out. Yes, because I can't pay one hundred and forty dollars. I only bought it once, and it was like for competitive, and I was yeah. doing work. <laughs> yeah, and I just kept the bottle. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna buy this again. <laughs> Um, in terms of extra stuff, I love the Laneige lip mask. Oh, the watermelon love it. one. Yes, it's I keep so that in my bag. I use it especially now. It's like Ramadan for me. So I'm yes, fasting. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, so I'm thirsty all the time. <laughs> so my skin tends to get dry and like my lips tend to get dry. And I don't believe in lip masks. I don't, I don't, I just Oh yeah, can't. I just wear that as a lip balm, the yeah. Laneige sleep mask. Yeah. In terms of like the physical lip mask, I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't think they do anything, but like the Laneige one, it gets to work. Yeah, you know? it's just and a it lip protects. balm though. Yeah, yeah it is. Rebranded. It's true. Yeah. I don't know what that berry mix, you know, whatever. It works for me, I love it. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I, d- I love a good like pill pad. Like the Dr. Dennis Gross oh, pill pad. Oh, yeah, yeah, My yeah. skin loves it. Yes. Um, the alpha hydroxy. Yes. Yeah, that one's really good. My skin loves a good AHA or like a lactic acid, which actually mm-hmm. hydrates as well. Yeah. Um. So I love those things. I love those things. Yes. Um. I don't do all these every day. Uh, I want to be, you know, because I, I, I'm prone to dermatitis. So if okay. I do too much, my skin will let me know. Um. <laughs> if I'm wearing too much makeup, my skin will let me know. Um. And I tend to skip cleansing my skin all together in the morning yeah i don't yeah. cleanse my skin anymore Neither i'll do splash I. some water or do like a micellar water okay. but then that's it it took me a while to realize that i need to strip it down a bit okay have you tried p50 of course i've tried are p- you obsessed? P50. i worked at, uh, into the glass of I, know, yeah. I, um, I, I got it and i've been using it and i'm like it, this, is, going on this is supposed to be a holy grail product and i'm not it's not changing my Brooke, life your skin's amazing though oh, thank you but i don't <laughs> i don't think the p50 is yeah, any justice so I, when I first got it, I I believed in it. But I think that's because my skin has never seen anything. I was like, oh, what's this? This is nice. And then I got used to it, perhaps. Mm. And then it just stopped working. And I just stopped using it altogether. Um, that strong of a concoction, of, a, of especially with the phenol in it, I just think it's a bit too strong for us. Yeah. I, and I think we will not see the results until we're older. Yes, um, all the stuff we're putting on. All yeah. the stuff that we're putting on, we're breaking down our skin, like yeah. especially melanated skin. Our skin tends to be a little bit more dense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you don't see as wrinkles as easily. You'll see mm-hmm. like you're either like young or you're just old, old, you know, there's like no in between. Um, but I think we're like we black women are bringing old, old to us earlier and then mm. trying to fix it with Botox and fillers and all these other things. And we're mm. just, this is a cycle, right? Of just consumerism and all these different things. Yeah. It's a great brand, especially for some people, you know, who just have different skin types, yes. more mature, prone to have, you know, wrinkles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I just sweep sometimes like a pixie glow and I'm fine. Yeah. Pixie the tonic works for me. Yes. Okay. You know, sue me, whatever. The tonic <laughs> works for me. The the pill pads work for me. There's one from Blue Mercury that's the M sixty three. Okay. Um that's the same thing as the Dr. Dennis Gross. Gross. Um yeah, okay. when I when my, my skin needs extra love, I just grab that instead of the P fifty. 
Yes. Just sitting there. What about the beauty trends or I products hate. that you don't like? Yes. Oh, Lordy. I think that's another podcast, too. I know, like, but I know. Well, I have to. I just have to have you back, basically. <laughs> basically. Just do a whole other hour. <laughs> okay. Things that I hate. And we, we mentioned this, like the fear mongering in terms of things being um, clean. Yes. Um, only because also they're not sustainable. So while we may be clean in this space, we're hurting the earth in the other space. Like, you know. Mm going out there now you're hearing things like wild and like they're wild harvested what basically means they're not even in in like a a, a field they just in the fields growing (laughs) and you're like picking these strawberries from the field and they're organic and they're so fresh but like okay what happens when you keep picking the same field it's gonna be dead Mm, um so so i think the idea of of like fear-mongering um and and reddit will be the kings and queens of this as much information as they do have their their fear sometimes yes um and then the oversimplification of skincare Ooh. like the ink the inky lists that came from uk and oh, they're yes. just over to um they just got over to the state stateside with sephora and the ordinary and like sometimes drunk elephant even though they tend to do more blends so many people don't know where to start right and they're it's just so putting all these chemicals and yeah. you have no idea what is in there in terms of fillers mm-hmm. they're not just suspended in water they're, there's other gunk in there that's probably not doing your skin justice mm-hmm. so i don't like that and lastly this is the story of my life but just diversity as a facade like no i'm sick of this i'm sick of it when yeah. i do interviews now i literally ask people like okay what how many people of color are on your executive board who are making these decisions? Um, I'm not talking about just a campaign or two or like a few skews to be like, oh, here you go. But like having a diverse like point of view from the very beginning, from formulation, which I now understand, mm-hmm. all the way down to marketing, all the mm-hmm. way down to like, okay, mm-hmm. where are we showing up? Where are we popping yeah. up? Is it festival? Is it a K-beauty event? Like where can we actually be authentically a brand but also provide a space where people feel safe and comfortable, yes. not just from a dollar standpoint? That's um, very powerful. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm like, I'm, I want to I wanna know. And people get so nervous. We're working on it. I'm like, okay, well, when you guys fix it, call me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, you know, mm-hmm. girls like you that not only love this stuff, but show how much you love it, like yeah. on your Instagram, places like that, that encourages other women of color to feel like, I want a career like this or I want to go into this yeah, field. I hope so. I really do. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm talking to myself, but then people are like, no, I love it. I thought it was super in- inspirational, um, which I'm happy about. And I'm happy about these new brands that are popping up like Juvia's Place that are yes. black owned and really yes. like you can be black owned and not exclude a certain demographic. Yeah. Um, what, Just because. Uh, <laughs> Briago. Bri- oh, my gosh. Yes. Briagio. Br- Bri- I'm really butchering this. About, but but she's that amazing. hair care line. Yeah. Hair care line talks about curls from like one to four and just kind of explaining just because I'm pro me doesn't mean I'm against you. Exactly. Um, so now having these these um, these new brands at the helm, of course, Pat McGrath, but you know, she's like, she's a different echelon. Um, <laughs> but having like, these new brands have a voice at the table and like having the dollar amount to really support that and having influencers support them. I love that. Mm. Hana Hana Beauty. Yes. Like, shout just, out to Abna. Yeah, shout out to Abna. Um, having all these, all these different vehicles to show you know, we have a point of view. Let's all just share this space. It's so beautiful. It is. It Why is. Why not? It's a good time. It's a good time. I, I hope it doesn't burst. I hope it's not a trend. No. I'm no. nervous about that. I don't think it. I, I think I think it's well, you and I will make sure. this. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Like a year from now, people are going to see like the you know, product line we developed together. Okay. And I'm going to make this is the beginning. I, this is it. <laughs> Final question. Yes. When do you feel most beautiful? 
Oh, I love that question. Every time I hear it on your podcast, I'm like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> when do I feel most beautiful? Okay. Realistically, I, I feel <laughs> this is so maybe like a little, I don't know, a little dark. But I feel most beautiful when I'm like, when I'm just raw. Okay. When okay. I'm like, when I probably <laughs> cried my eyes out and like got over it and gave my space, my time, gave myself space to kind of heal through something and then like able to look in myself in the mirror with no makeup on like, girl, you survived that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> After crying, I feel like you look prettier. Is yeah. that in my head? <laughs> it might be in your head because it's puffy eyes. <laughs> I need a little hour or two because, girl, my eyes are red and puffy and, like, running. But, like, to be able to walk through and, like, look at yourself, you know, wash, you know, sprinkle yourself and kind of pat, pat in some essence or whatever just so, you know, get your skin rehydrated. And I'm like, look at myself, girl, you survived that. You didn't, yes. You're not broken. You're not damaged. You needed to go through that. Mm. And then, like, here you are, make a free, and, like, now you know. Yes. And now you know. And I think it's the wisdom. It's being able to like just look at yourself in the mirror and like just watch yourself. You know, it's weird to say that, but like watch yourself and see how you've grown. I think it's so beautiful. Oh, I think it's, it's so beautiful. cheesy, but I think, yeah. No, that's the, beautiful. The rainbow after the storm is always when I feel most beautiful. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Or like, next to the beach in Senegal. <laughs> okay. that That's also a mood and a, and a moment and a vibe. It's a vibe. Thank yes. you so much for coming on. Thank I have learned you. so much. I can't believe how much I didn't know. Um, and I have like a whole list of products I have to try We're now. Always learning. We're always learning. I'm so curious where the sunscreen conversation goes. There's so much more to learn. And you're so funny. Like I want you to have a podcast so I can listen to it. Just People talk about beauty. Don't take me seriously. I'm joking. No, uh, no. But you know your facts, but you're like just so entertaining. And I could listen I to you all day. I take it so seriously. It's stuff we put on our body. Like we have everything we need, again, in our hearts and our souls. So yeah. I think... To be able to express that through different vehicles and colors and skincare, I think it's so beautiful. So, I don't know. I'm I'm considering a, a YouTube channel. But yeah. Is it too late? Oh my know. gosh, no, no. And IG, IGTV is here as well. You know, shameless plug. <laughs> I know, real shameless, but that's okay. That's okay. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for having oh me and inspiring gosh. people like us. Oh, thank to keep you. Keep a good fight. Thank you, thank you, thank I love you, it. and thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.